<laughs> All right, you little fuckers, you little bees, little bees, welcome to the Broski Tales podcast, the best podcast in all of the UK and in all of the well, the kingdom that they took over, everything they pillaged. The best podcast in America, not only America as in the US, okay? America means also South America and Central America, okay? Okay, they also exist, okay? And they have a voice. Okay. We're their voice. We're their voice. We're the Latinos. Latinx. That's what it is. Broski Duros in the hizzle. And today we got you with that fire. Movie review with the crew. Hey. Movie review with the crew. Movie review with the crew. The crew is not that big today, but two's a party. If you got the right substances. <laughs> I'm just saying. And we're gonna we do. Need. We're gonna do a very special movie, one that I had not seen before. I think Fear, you had not really? seen it before. I, I have. Or you had several times. <laughs> and to me, it was insane that I had not seen it before. American History X. Um, Edward Norton does the main character of a neo-Nazi racist person, and the dynamics that. Well, I mean, I think everybody has seen this movie, but pretty much. It tells the tale of somebody that committed some hate crimes, I guess, went to jail, and that changes per- perspective on racial uh, ideas. Dynamics. Yeah. yeah. Ideas, ideologies. I want to ask you, because it was pretty random that you brought that one up for us to review. How did you come across that? Every time that movie has come up in a conversation, I always know that is like i know that all people always talk good of it and then i was going through hbo seeing what films they had and i saw that they had that one so i added it to my list and then one day i was just like oh fuck yeah we could watch this when i haven't seen it and so yeah i don't know it's you know i i have i guess it's a little fortune everybody might have this where some movies just slip through the cracks along the years some classics and then you end up having like a little baggie of classics. And some, and we're gonna be bringing some of the movies out like this one, which maybe a lot of you already saw it. Uh, but I mean, Gladiator, I'd seen 20 times already. Some of them are just favorites that I just come back to, you know? We like that one, Heat, Heat, I haven't seen, so we, could, uh, we can review that one next. But um, I don't know, American History X isn't as popular as one may think. Like I've, I've seen it several times was because of the influence of the twins who showed it to me when I was like 13, 14. And I saw it a few times after that. And then I saw it again in my US history class in high school, 11th grade, which while I was watching the movie, I was like, this is fucking crazy that our teacher showed us this yeah. in school. You shouldn't have, should have seen that in high school. The one for high school is Remember the Titans. That's the one you show <laughs> at high school. If it's on Disney Plus, save for high school. This one you show in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a tough movie. It was AP history, and it, the teacher was great. Uh, but anyway, the whole point of that was that I saw the movie with Carolina and Jordan. They hadn't seen it. Tavo hasn't seen it. So well, try, there is t- definitely... try to be a little bit uh, more explicative when you're talking about these uh, individuals because people don't know who they are. So Man, some, the five people some... that watch the show <laughs> so, <are> family. <laughs> Come on. Some cousins of ours, right? 
Yeah. I mean, because other people don't know. Uh, we yeah, have people we'll in get Belgium. The of our lives. No, we have people in Belgium. They're they're wondering. <laughs> All right. To the people and fans in Belgium, Israel, Kazakhstan, we have a couple of cousins that uh, I uh, that I saw this movie with, and they hadn't seen it before, and it was it was surprising that that they hadn't. Uh, especially since some of our other cousins quote this movie a lot. But okay. uh, but yeah, <laughs> it was a good movie. We saw it in high school. And when I was seeing the movie, I was like, holy crap, my, our teacher really pushed the boundaries in having us watch this in class. And I, I'm grateful that she did. She was a really good teacher. And the whole time that Eddie Norton kept like thinking about his teacher and how he had an impact on him, I'm like, she was probably the only one that that had that impact on me throughout all my my career. Yeah, when, my... when fear was in the verge of becoming a nationalist uh, this teacher came to his rescue was like hey Jay, we <laughs> are all she was equal. seeing my hair go and she's like hey yeah. this hey what's happening and you're like no 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 this is alopecia this ain't hate i have i love everybody <laughs> not intentional not intentional but hey you know if it fits the shoe nah i'm just kidding i ain't about that i was just joke no but um i'm i, I am gonna Throw some dirt on the movie, on some technicalities. You know, here at the Broski Doodles, we go hard on these movies when we review them. And there's little holes, there's little things that to me don't make sense. But first, I'm going to say all the praise because there's a lot of praise here. I really like the movie. I really like the cinematography where they would show the present in color and then the flashbacks in gray. Mm -hmm. And I... I like the fact that it told you this tale through those two timelines at the same time. And that made it so that you are discovering things along the movie all the time that you don't know. So I, I think that made it great. Um, obviously, yeah, I, I mean... That, the, that was in my notes too. What are you going to say? No, that obviously also the racial talk, right, is so important here. And, 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 and how this is sort of like after Remember the Titans, I feel like this is the next one to see like this because this one goes even deeper with like people that actually have like I'm, I'm part of a group that hates other people. Like that's the maximum place you can be. And this movie shows you the progression of somebody that thought like that and slowly realized, you know, yeah, but, realized it in a very tough way. Tough way, but I am also gonna go into that realization and, and how some of those things maybe don't don't quite land for me correctly. And but we'll go into it. Uh, like I said, I want to say a little bit more things about the positive. Ethan Supley, bro, this guy ends up in the most classic movies every time. <laughs> He's amazing. Yeah, and another movie about race with him too. Yeah. Yeah, he's in classics. Remember the Titans? He was a. Uh, <clears throat> he loved the brothers, and this one, complete opposite. Complete opposite. And he does you know that really... guy's like, he's made like a massive transformation. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. We've, talk, we've talked about oh, we did? it. Yeah, he's yeah, fit yeah. and all. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about it in our many attempts to to get me to. <laughs> 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 to that sexy beach body, but we'll get there. We'll get there. No, but Ethan Supley, uh, Supley killing it. Um, 
the the brother Daniel Daniel Terminator. Is that's Terminator, right? Yeah. Uh that's yeah. what that's what I'm like. Why do I know this? Uh I love this character. Is I really you you feel for him, but again, there's some little holes I have that I find uh around. Um in general, I really like the movie and I really loved how they made the nuance appear. <clears throat> like not just the black and white, but like how things work when sometimes Okay, you know, like when he's in jail and he's working with this guy, um, the other black prisoner, and they work with the underwear, cleaning it or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, I still don't like you, but I'm starting to laugh at your well, shit. Well. And yeah, and, and that process is important uh, to see. Now, I'm going to go into a <clears> few <throat> things here. So this, the movie starts with him pretty much killing this people that were trying to rob him, his house, his car. He comes out and kills the two robbers who happen to be two black guys from a gang. He goes to jail. Oh, by the way, one of them, he kills him by stomping in his face to the curb. Horrible. Yeah, which he, they, they don't show that immediately. No, which are the, I, I'm like, for some reason, I'm like, I'm, I have a feeling that somebody gets stomped here and then they show it later. And and the and the son or another son, the brother Daniel, mm -hmm. later Terminator, he ah, what the fuck? He gets traumatized. Yeah, because that is, <laughs> it's one no. thing to like shoot somebody, but the way that he did it was like pure hate. And yeah, the only one of the flaws I saw was that they only gave him three years. For what I thought, he he killed three people. Apparently, he only killed two. Yeah, the driver he didn't kill, but also self defense. So. Mm -hmm. I, I think I think the years he got that the years he got was I think for the method <laughs> that he chose. But, <clears throat> That's not really self defense because he looks through the window. He sees a guy with a gun. You have your family. Yeah, but nobody's there. coming. He's not coming into his house, and he shot one guy in the back. I mean, if you want to get technical, I guess. And the other guy was going away, so it's attempted murder. I mean, I guess in Florida, they'll be like, no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. He was just trying to protect his garden, goddammit. <laughs> oh, I thought it was self-defense, oh, yeah. actually. Um, you know, there's law, there's, there's, I mean, I'm not saying I support it or not. I mean, it would be, it would be such a scary situation for me to be in a situation where somebody's coming to rob my family and they have guns and I have a gun. I feel like. Um, I just have to be the first one to do an action unless I want to be, I don't know. Here in Spain, the robber pretty much has to have the gun in your head and say, I am going to kill you right now. Do you accept? Do you accept? And then you can try to grab your gun and kill him. <laughs> But if he tries to come in, he's inside, he's pointing at you and you kill him. That's excessive force. You guys could have talked this over. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like what uh, some wine and some cheese would have fixed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had to resort to violence. Come on, guys. Let's do a nice tortilla de patatas and some croquetas and let's talk this over. <laughs> okay? No need to kill him. Somebody robbed you, your, your, your money, your iPhone, and you caught him and then you gave him a little rough, rough. No, that's not good. <laughs> Wouldn't do that around here. 30 years in the slammer. 
If you rob less than a thousand dollars, then it's a misdemeanor because you live because of Spain. No, I'm just kidding. I'm trashing it, but I love Spain. It's my favorite place to be. Um, no, but moving on the movie, there were some holes here. The brother is supposed to be the traumatized when, when he's, when he sees his brother kill the guy. Then after that, his brother goes to jail, right? The um, Edward Norton. And when he goes to jail, we'll talk about his whole process there. But the little brother starts becoming even more neo-Nazi. Which I thought when he saw his brother do that, something in his brain would have been like, yo, man, that's not right. you know." But I guess he did start writing in his essay that after that night, he actually, even though he was traumatized about how that guy was killed, he felt that, oh, this proves everything my brother has said is true. Because indeed, you see, there's two black guys coming to rob him. Right. Right. Which yeah, is yeah and they show clips of his, how he was coming up and, or not coming, like growing up and seeing all of the things that his brother was saying at the dinner table, all the things that his dad was saying, taking him along for when they robbed the supermarket. So he was witnessing that day in and day out. Well, now that you brought this part up, there is this part where I felt weird because when they show the flashback of the dad who, who died in a fire, you know, Mm -hmm. Apparently, so some black guy shot him, which I don't understand why somebody would shoot you if you're if you're a firefighter. You know, you know they didn't explain that too well. He's like, yeah, man, he shot him. He shot him. But um, it's funny because every time they show you these flashbacks of of how they talked when they believed this crazy shit, they're saying crazy shit, right? Like, you know, these Jews, these immigrants are coming and they're fucking everything up and they're all criminals and shit. And you're like, oh yeah, for sure, that's. You know, that's incorrect, of course, you know, so, so, but then when the dad speaks and tell me if, if, if you experience this, when the dad speaks, he starts talking with very like decent arguments, right? He's like, look, man, now in my fire department, they chose, <laughs> they chose two black guys instead of the other two white guys and they had higher test scores. So, you know. We should be getting the best people for the job, not just to have diversity. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of agree with that. I, I yeah. mean, I do. I do. <laughs> and then he continues. Dude, it makes a lot of sense, especially in a job like that where your life is on the line. Yeah, exactly. I need the best person here. Like, I yeah, don't like, care like, like when I go to the, Yeah, when I go to the hospital, I want the best doctor. Most likely going to be Indian or Asian. And, and that's kind of what I'm looking for. <laughs> I mean, for example, like if it's a Latino doctor... Let me see your test course. Let me see your credentials, brother. <laughs> no, no, you and me are good. Let's go have some whiskey. Let's, let's dance some salsa. I just, I mind, I prefer, you know, what I'm trying to say, bro, is we want the best man for the job. So, so, so when the dad's saying that, I'm like, is this thing supposed to show what a piece of shit that that is? Because up to now, I'm like, he's spitting facts, you know. Then, <laughs> <laughs> then he moves over. I can't remember exactly what else he said, but he said some other shit that well, was like, that, that part made sense. And then he got a racist really fast, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, towards the end, then he says some, like, racist shit. But then he said a f another thing, which was, like, having to do with just fairness, which I was like, oh, okay. And then at the end, it's like, <laughs> when you think the guy is just, like, a conservative that knows his shit, this guy's just like, and by the way, I don't like this fucking... <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I don't okay. like that book. I don't yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. And then he starts saying the words that... 
would uh, <laughs> link you to be a racist. Um, so yeah. So one of the holes that I found here is, um, I feel like the brother, I mean, maybe it's not a hole, but it's either a hole in the movie or the brother is like stupid as fuck and like super influenceable. I'm well, I think influenceable. they are impressionable is the word. Because the, the guy was like, okay, my brother went to jail for this. Now I believe the cause more. And then when he comes back out of jail, Ed Norton tells after everything happens, they're like towards the end of the movie, they're alone and he tells them everything that happened. And the brother's like, nah, I feel, you know, nah, no, now I'm cool with black people. Nah, nah, I get it. And it's, it's, it's almost like, like, that's it. Like, you're that stupid. Like, I don't know. But maybe it's, it's because his brother is supposed to be like this little moldable being where like whoever influences him. Well, they both him. were. <clears throat> and that's the whole thing. That the the leader of, of that group would find these kids that were very impressionable that he could take under and and spit all that shit too. Did you find it to be a little bit like I'm not saying this this couldn't have happened, but didn't you find it a little um, like cartoonish? Where it's like when when they go to the guy, right? The the the, the leader Carlson Carlton. Mm-hmm. It's om- it's almost like that movie World. War of the Water, World of Water, with Kevin Costner or uh, Waterworld. I've seen it. Whatever, like steampunk, like fucking Mad Max type shit, where they're like, "Oh yes, yeah, you're at the leadership." It's like, I'm not sure, like how this would have, like, I don't know. I'm not saying this doesn't exist, but it, it just felt very like much like cartoon, like <laughs> it's, exaggerated. It's, yeah, and sometimes a little too much, you know, like, like the. the and also, when Ed Norton comes out, don't you think he handled things in the worst way possible if you wanted to get out of the thing? Like, wouldn't you go and try to act like, hey, yo, no, don't worry, I just got to get used to this shit, and then, boom, you plan with your family and get the fuck out of there to another place. The guy just straight up goes to, like, the party of the racist, right? And then he beats the fuck out of the leader, and then he wants to get out like it's all cool. Then he tells his girlfriend, who's super indoctrinated everything so he's pretty much putting himself in the worst position and then he leaves there alive because he gets a gun but then now they're looking for him like what would you do this whole thing if like your whole plan is to like let me get my family safely yeah (laughs) yeah he could have died that night yeah he he made a lot of mistakes and he just like bulldozed his way through it like his girlfriend is the first time he sees her after jail for three years so her last impression of him was being like top dog and then he just tells her, like, hey, I'm done with this. And, like, and then, yeah, with the other guy, he's like, hey, you filled my head with a bunch of shit. I'm out. And I'm taking my brother with me. Like, uh, And then he punches him. And then, well, after you punch him, he's like, I better knock this guy out. Might as well. You're already on the floor. And you're going right. to kill me. Right. Um, which I think was totally unnecessary. You could have played it off. You could have been like, look, man, I need some time. Because it wasn't like they were pressing him. Like, what? No, you need to come with us tonight and kill. Like, and then, like, he, he, the, the, he was just like, nah, man, I just, I don't know. And they're like, all right, man, don't cool, man. Just think about it. Take some time. You know, you just got out. And he's like, no, man, we need to get, I hate this shit. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> everything you guys say is fucking lies, man. And these guys are all, like, fucking crazy with guns. And they're all high on drugs, probably, like. Yeah, it was uh, not the best way to go about it. Yeah. 
And his boy turned on him super quick. Which one? Oh, Ethan. Ethan Soup or Soupy, whatever his last name is. Like, instead of getting the benefit of the doubt and asking what the hell happened, it just pulls a gun on him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that uh, some of those parts felt a little like Sin City, like a little just, I don't know, surreal. Then, uh, I mean, what notes you have on on these things to, to not leave any anything, any rock unturned? Well, we went over the, the first scene, which was a crazy way to start the movie. Him with his chick and then they're robbing his house. And then you realize that the people that were robbing his house were the ones that he played basketball against and pushed off the court, essentially. Do you think that's that's the case? It was the same guys. Yeah, but it was the same. It was the same Crips. Yeah. And he told him, yeah. He told him, and he told him when he <clears throat> when he was dragging him to curb something. He's like, I thought I told you or taught you a lesson on the basketball court, but you never oh, listened. Oh, okay. Okay, but the, the ones that come back and kill the brother. Are they the Are same? Also same yeah. gang. Yeah. Which is also like another stupid thing, like which I, I didn't get, man. Like he needed, I don't know. Because at the end, yeah, the guy gets killed by the Crips, right? By the black gangs, yeah. not even the white ones that were mad at him. Which at the end, I mean, we're going to debate what's the message at the end because it's a, it, it sort of puts you in all directions because because in jail the message was fuck a, a, a black guy helped me right because from, from what I understand the homeboy that yeah. he had at, at jail that was helping him you know that they worked together he's the one that told the other black inmates like hey don't don't fuck him up right yeah. that's what I understood yeah. <clears throat> well those those that aspect of him that made him switch that you know maybe He's just another person just like me, and he's cool. But he also saw how the whole ideology was bullshit because the other white guys that he was with were dealing with the Mexicans or the Latins and then selling drugs right back to the to the white man. Yeah, but... So he's like, these people don't, don't even believe the shit that I'm talking about. And what but they this is create. a thing... This is one of the main holes that I see here in the movie. Okay, let's say he sees him doing drugs with other races, so he's like, these guys don't really believe in the Aryan, you know, race because they're they're talking to these inferior beings, right, in their mind. And dealing drugs to the white man, like, right. you're bringing down your own people. So wouldn't you think, it's not that they, the ideology is bad, it's these motherfuckers don't follow the ideology, you know what I mean? So, Could so be. then, so then that... You would figure those would be the hardest motherfuckers around. Yeah, but I don't, I mean, I think he could have still thought like, oh, no, I do know what I believe and I do know I'm more superior, even if these fucking white motherfuckers don't know it, right? Or don't follow the code correctly. Now, do you think the, the thing that really though changed them was the interaction that he had with the other guy, the black guy that he worked with folding laundry and then eventually he sort of realized inside, like, hey, man, this this guy's all right. And then later on, he sort of found out, like, oh, this guy actually saved my life because he must have told somebody, hey, don't fuck him up. I think the combination of both things. Like, these right. people are full of shit, and this guy's really nice to me, and he's cool. Like, And, I, and look where my life has led up to this point. 
And when he gets out of jail and he has he goes home, he has a first phone call with somebody about like, yeah, I'm gonna get it done tonight. I'm gonna. Who is he talking to? The teacher. Oh, the teacher. Okay. Yeah, because that's he when says, he goes and he, tells the brother. He's like, I need to talk to my brother. He's like, what? You're fucking up in school. What's going on? Yeah. And he's like, what the hell? How do you know about the paper that I I wrote, Mein Kampf? Yeah. I just think. <laughs> I just think he came out of the of the whole situation of jail so centered about how to solve the situation, and then he did the stupidest shit you could have done. <laughs> yeah, there was no tag. Bro. Which is weird because they paint the brother and him as extremely smart, like acing everything in school and just having their head on the shoulders. But then they also buy into all this crap and make the dumbest decisions possible. Yeah, yeah. Super bad decisions. He could have gotten his family out and, and be good and done something else, you know? And he could have even gotten out in an amicable way, you know? Well, the thing is, when he told him, like, oh, like, leave my kid out, my brother out of it, the guy was like, well, you know, he will decide to come or not, you know, whatever. I guess I got him heated and he kept elevating the conversation. But, yeah, like, he could have just been like, hey, man, you know what? I need a few months to just think about things. I'm coming back. I want to take my family and, you know, have go fun to with Disney them. World. Yeah, go to Disney World, whatever. And then plan some shit out and dip the fuck out, you know. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, but... I don't know if there's like a big expectation of him coming back and him being the supreme leader, but I guess he just wanted to let him know that like he hates them for ruining his life up to that point. Yeah. Not the way to go about it. I do find that the whole tactic of writing the essay and being that what tells the tale along in the movie, and then he dies literally with like the thing in his hand. Like it's that, that whole is a very, I'm not going to say it's a trope, but it is like, eh, it's like, okay, corny. It's a little corny, you know, <laughs> but, but it worked. But it, it did find, I did find it funny that this guy was like suddenly <laughs> like fucking super pro poet, you know, like the way he, he wrote things is like, and then, you know, I realized my brother going deep into these things and realizing in that one night how actually yeah i don't know I, I just found it funny that he wrote this essay after many things had happened and he just continued the essay as if he didn't have to change the whole essay completely because when he started writing the essay he hated well, the, the fact other, that he had to write an essay well yeah <laughs> and that, he hated black people and he hated yeah and, and, and all the other races right. and then towards the middle he keeps writing the essay and he's like ah, i mean that might be cool and then towards the end he's like no everybody's cool and he keeps the same essay like you would think the he essay. did it all at five in the morning. <laughs> yeah, because he went to the to the rager, and he was drinking. Then he got back home with his brother. I don't know. Maybe the kid was just high off high off meth. Yeah. Do you think that all of those people that are in that sort of thing, it's all just a lack of education, right? It's like or. Mm, uh, yeah, ignorance. Just pure hate. I mean, I. First of all, it's gotta be when, when I think what you're referring is people that are actually racist, right? And that are in like gangs of racists or something. Yeah, I mean it's, it's ignorance and and it's hatred that they have for other reasons in life, and then they're using the scapegoats, you know. 
is racism. You know, this is the thing, though. It's like you can, you for example, I, I support that immigration should be something that's treated seriously because it it makes it better for everybody if you're able to have filters and a process for people to get in legally into a country. That's been the case. You know, that's that's how it should be. You're not entitled to go to any country and live there. It's not John Lennon's imagine, you know, all the mm -hmm. people. Right. Right. So I do believe that there should be a serious um, immigration system, one that's humane, one that is uh, efficient, too. Now, does that mean I, I believe no immigrants should come? I mean, I'm an immigrant myself. Like, of course not. Do I believe all the immigrants are bad? No, most of them are fucking great people that bring value to the country and work. Nevertheless, you, st you still should screen it. Problem is, these people, I think, are told this, some of these arguments, but on the extreme. And pretty much they say, look, everybody that comes here, they shouldn't come here. And they're fucking up our culture, this and that. And yeah, it's, I think it's ignorance. I think it's fear because they don't know other cultures. Once you get to meet people from all over the world, you start seeing uh, nice things about them, you know. And but I mean, this is a big topic that I don't I don't want to get in, into specifics because I, I know too little. Like if I get into the debate of what makes certain groups have less advantages to to grow if you're born in certain communities and certain neighborhoods it's hard for you to get out of certain uh, systems of violence so it's a lot of talk and it's a lot of deepness that we would need to go and i don't think we right. have the iq all uh, the time all the time no but mainly the iq to really <laughs> understand it's, it's a huge topic and we'd have to do a lot of research and stuff yeah well the one thing that the movie did remind me of was this guy daryl davis yeah, it's an African American that, mm -hmm. that goes in and starts talking to uh, the KKK members and starts converting them and re having them realize that you know maybe uh, other races aren't bad. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty cool what he does. That's a great way to attack that that racist problem. I mean, do I believe that there are people that simply? are filled with hatred and there's nothing that would change them yes but the majority are just ignorant people that once they are exposed to it then you know yeah like edward norton who was the most extreme case mm -hmm. i mean fictional character but you know what I mean. anyway i thought the movie was great not one to watch often, but every couple of, not even every couple of years. I've seen this movie maybe like three times, four times max in my life. But it's a very deep film, and I like seeing it with with uh, the cousins who saw it for the first time because you got to see their reactions. They're like, holy shit, this movie was fascinating. Do you find, <laughs> like one turning point for me was when, when the rape scene happened in, the, in, in jail? And it's like, I'm thinking they're bringing him to a place to beat him up. And then they all put him behind. And then and for me, a little bit, it almost felt like the musical Grease. Because <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, all right, now you're going to, you know, like, now let's do this. Yeah. It, it's almost like, it's weird, right? Because it's like, yeah, motherfucker, we're going to show you. 
yeah, fuck him, dude. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right in the fucking ass. <laughs> Get him, make him your bitch. <laughs> but that 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 was strong, very impactful. And then I don't know how his teacher knew when the perfect time to come in was when he was most vulnerable. He just shows up. Hey, I heard on the telly you got raped. <laughs> want to talk now you want to speak up about a few things <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah that's fucked I up listen to you in class oh man yeah that was weird i mean when he came out with his new hairstyle he did look a little different he did act a little different you know like <laughs> his demeanor you know He's like well, when he, when that, he was to his, Norton, his his acting when, was insane. When movie. he was talking to his girlfriend and telling her like, "Oh, like this is not real." Like, what he meant was like, heterosexuality is just not it. Like, I've uh, I've been places. I've been went <laughs> to the other side. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't understand it, and she didn't get it. She's like, "Why?" Yeah. He was just trying so, to break up with her. So you like, so you now like black people? No, no, no. I just like men. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how to convey his thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then at the end, we got to talk about the, the, the final scene. The baby brother gets killed in the school, which to me was like, could this have incentivized school shootings? Because when this happened, school shootings weren't a thing. I think only Columbine had happened. Right. It was, it was yeah, crazy. No. They never it said was. what happened to that kid. Because the whole thing, well, at least I already knew what was going to happen, but watching it with, with uh, the cousins, they had no idea. And up to that point, you still think that they're after Eddie Norton. And then the whole script flips. Yeah. When that shit happened, I was like, oh, fuck. Right? Oh, my God. Like, you couldn't live it like that, but I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> my boy, Danny. Yeah, right. Yeah. You don't felt... expect it, but. And you feel for that kid. That kid, his acting and the way that he portrays this vulnerable kid that is influenced easily but has a good heart, you could see it in him, you know? And then what was interesting was what uh, Eddie Norton said when it happened. He wasn't, like, full of hate either. He was just like, what have I done? So yeah. he realized that his whole, everything that he influenced his brother with caused him to die. Yeah, because at the end, it almost, did you feel that Edward Norton didn't revert to, oh, a black guy killed him? Oh, fuck that. Now I'm back to thinking that. No, he almost, right. you, you almost felt that he was like, yeah, this has nothing to do with that. Like, like, we're all equal. We're all good. And this just happened actually for my own actions in the past for having fucked with their gang. And now they re the retaliation. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was interesting that it went that route. And not try and go into like a make a part two of him and his redemption story. Yeah, because into the gang, <laughs> which because he, yeah, you you are right. Like I, I that had never seen it the whole time. I'm like, yeah, he's gonna die. Edward Norton is gonna get killed, and and it's gonna be sad and shit. But he's gonna be like a martyr for hey, everybody should you know. And I thought he was gonna get killed by the white guys, which was gonna show like hey, you know this. You know, like, this guy was killed by the white guys. Oh, no, he's a hero for everybody type shit. You know, mm -hmm. the death knight or whatever. But <laughs> instead, the kid, the brother get, get, gets killed, and that shit was impactful. I was like, no, oh my God, that's so fucked up. And, 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 the, and the shot of the gun was like, pa, pa. It's like, pff, pff. Very graphic. 
Very graphic. The, the blood splattering and the bullet going through. It was, it was a tough scene. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, I really liked it. Like I said, there were some holes, but in general, I was entertained. I think the message w was good. It's almost a two-hour movie. At times, it does feel a bit slow, but I'm not going to hate on it too much because it is a movie that some movies are allowed to have a little bit of of patience on some things because there were some things that needed to d develop in a certain time frame. I think that's how I'm, I, I see it in my head. Because at times it did feel slow, but I was like, no, no, stay with it. You don't got, you don't have to grab your phone. Stay with it. <laughs> Control the ADHD. No, no, because like when you're watching Gladiator, when you're watching uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, you don't know what a phone is. You're in it. With this one, doesn't mean that it's not as good as a movie. It's just it's a different uh, speed, and and that does take a little bit more commitment. But uh, I think it was, I think it was a good movie. I think it's it's been a great movie uh, to watch. I think it really does show uh, very deep and hard topics, and and I think it's important that these movies exist because it allows us to see how much we've progressed, how much we've moved on, and allows us to re understand that a lot of it has to do with ignorance and that the more that people show others our culture with the internet now we can reach everywhere right the broski doodles right now might be reaching a place where like you have a couple of races there and they're like wait wait i've been listening to these guys for a while and you know they're not white you know they're not dark <laughs> they're not dark either but when they speak you can tell they're not white but damn i, I laugh with them And they and they do really good movie reviews and and I start How to can wonder, we hate? I start <laughs> to wonder, could it be they're not that inferior? I'm just saying. <laughs> and then and then his friend is like, man, you're crazy, bro. Those guys are super inferior. And then he's like, ah, but I'm just saying, like. And then a little bit more happens, you know. Episode 180, no, a year goes by. He subscribes. He sees the the Instagram clips. He's like, bro, I gotta say something, man. I'm not saying that I like all immigrants and black people, but at least these two Latinos, I think they're cool, man. And that's how it starts. That's how it starts. And then later on, he's like, nah, man, fuck it. Everybody's cool, bro. This guy, and, and that happened because of the broski doodle. So the more that we let people show our, our culture, our differences, right? You look at us and you're like, what? They, they, they speak in a way that's very uh, related to the American culture, yet they have an accent, uh, Kiko, a lot more, that is just weird. It just lets me know that you're not around from around here, and I'm not from around there or from around here. I've never really been around uh, from around anywhere, bro. My whole life's been chipping out, you know, and not because of military. That would mean that my father have money and that he went to Germany to a U.S. base. No, no, no. To the fucking, deportation, motherfucker. To the gulags. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we do it for, Kiko. We can convince one, one person at a time. All right. Okay. That's all we can do. Well, Broski Doodles, let us know what you think. Before we leave, I will give it a review. My review is a 7.5. Damn. I'll give it an 8. All right. All right. 7.5 and 8, that's 7.75. <laughs> that's an easy math. And we don't have John to fucking tell me. No, that's actually the <laughs> Fuck you, John. I love you guys. Take care. Tune in. And fucking show some love. Subscribe. We got a few subscribers in the last few days and I got excited. Come on, let's let's fucking pick that up. Huh?
Peace.